the official sound of the Midwest. Midwest Girls is made up of two friends who turn co-host. Meg and I will take you on a raw and unfiltered journey through our lives as followers of Jesus. Whether we are sharing truth and biblical wisdom, giving relationship advice, or telling stories of our dogs, we seek to exist as a platform to give encouragement and love while maintaining our motto to be unashamedly bold, truthful, and genuine in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Hey there. Today, we have my mother with us. Yeah. And... <laughs> don't, Hello. You don't have to pay attention okay, to the camera. Attention to camera. <laughs> Just ignore it. And um, Meg is obviously here as well. Mm-hmm. And we are just excited to have another, another testimonial on. Um, we have this one, and then we'll have our Christmas episode, our holiday episode, um, next week, and then we'll be on break for the holidays, and I think like January 9th range, we'll be back. So yeah, just making everybody aware of that. Again, keep sending in your Christmas memories, blessings, anything you want to share with us, we'll share them on the podcast. Oddly, I was thinking of that as we were coming in, as I was coming in to record this, I was like, I need to write down some Christmas memories. <laughs> like, I, I, I should not be ill-prepared for this. Yeah. We've been advertising it. <laughs> um, Erica shared... So my sister yeah. um, shared a couple of Christmas memories, which were also mine, which was pretty funny. Oh, man. Okay. Do I know what they are? Yeah. I'm sure you do. Because <laughs> you commented on the one. You said, are you serious? Oh, now I remember. Because our Christmas traditions oh, weren't yeah, like your typical traditions. Don't share it yet. Share it on the podcast. So, I'm excited dot, now. dot, dot. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. <laughs> so... Tune in next week for that one. Awesome. Or no, two weeks from now for that one. Awesome. But, okay, to start us off, I thought um, we thought we'd tell a funny story about what I remember, um, like, with mom. I mean, there was a lot of them. Um, but <laughs> the one that stood out was um, one, serv- one Sunday, my brother and I were in church. We were, I don't know how we were. I was I like seven ish, or maybe a little older than that. I don't remember. Leslie's age, probably. Okay, but I was really tall, so I could reach. <laughs> so I haven't really grown that much since then. Leslie's not tall. <laughs> She's a little, little tinker. Peanut. Um, but then that makes my brother about twelve, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and so uh, he dared me. You know what? Okay, first, you know when you're worshiping to music, a lot of times there's people that raise their hands and worship, and uh, mom was... And I'm one of them. One, <laughs> but yes, is one of them. And um, Derek d- dared me to give her a high five during worship, and I did. And it was funny looking back now, but she was very, very mad. <laughs> <laughs> you interrupted her. Uh, yes. <laughs> You interrupted the Holy Spirit moving <laughs> in my heart at that moment. Aww. So, yeah. I kind of have a story I can tag on to that because when I was worship director here at the time, it, we were like, you know, we would see each other passing. We weren't close <laughs> yet. And, but you guys tended to sit over here if I'm on the stage. And if you all were there, I could not look at your robe <laughs> because you guys are weepers. <laughs> It's true. And I would get too, like, I would become overcome and I wouldn't be able to, to lead. And I was like, they're here. They're, they're worshiping so beautifully. Don't look over there. It's true. I feel like we could be the family that tears their, like, we would easily be the family that tears their clothes. But I liked it when you were there. Like, yeah. I was, oh, they're there. <laughs> yeah. I could just be driving in the car and it, it'll hit me. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. It's good so, to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit like that. Really. Yeah. Yes, it is. Doc yes, Tom is. would always say, you're sensitive to the Spirit. I go, that's just a nice way of saying it, cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, the older you get, 
it comes too quickly sometimes. Yes, I've actually started to experience that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's pretty cool when that does happen because usually, yeah, that really is the Holy Spirit working in you, and it's like, oh, you're so awesome, God. Thank you for yes. mm-hmm. No, you're right because I like that my heart has been softened in that way. Yeah, like, yeah. I can recognize His goodness and His mm-hmm. faithfulness, and like that. Praise God. Yeah, yeah. I like that. What's so funny is I remember when I was. I've always been like that. That when I was little, I remember it. I don't know if you remember it, but I'd sit in service and I'd be like, why am I the only one crying? Hmm. Like in my age I don't know if I group. remember that. And I remember it was when we would sit in the front left, the first two oh, pews, mm-hmm. and you would sit, you and dad would always sit in the second. And for some reason, sometimes I would hop in the first row okay. and be yeah, on I the end. Remember that. And I would run my finger up and down because you know how the pews have that curve. Yeah. I'd run my fingers up and down that curve. And then I would start to cry, and I'd be like, why am I crying right now? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And it was when Chris was worship director. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I AKA know. my future husband's uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I even cried the other day when they played uh, Chris's song. Oh, I cry every time. Oh, so. And Seth was on drums, and I thought of him because I know that hits him hard. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful song. It yeah. is. His, it is. His uncle has passed away. Um, the year before you got married, they, it was the spring of when we got married. We lost Dennis and Chris two weeks apart, and we got married that that was in spring, and we got married that June. Mm. Then you lost Uncle Dave. And then Uncle Dave, my died. oldest brother. Mm. Yeah, it was four months after your wedding. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, so they and lost Morgan's, three. Morgan's dad died. Like was that the same year? Two weeks after Dennis. Oh my goodness! Because it was, was so we were also used to death that Morgan and Adam's kids would play funeral. Oh my gosh! And so Morgan's her sister-in-law. Yes. Adam is Seth's brother. Yes, and um, we kind of it was so morbid now thinking back, but we were all. One time we were like, just all like, what's happening? That we were trying to figure out the common denominator who was next, and we all decided it would be Adam. Oh, <laughs> because he was the common denominator between everything. I remember, like, when I, if you go back and listen to my podcast, back 2005 was my year that that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. It was like, boom, boom, death after, after death yeah. after death. And I, whew, no, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. horrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but anyways, yeah. Are you okay. ready? Yeah, I guess I'm ready. I'm this is, actually, I was telling the girls, this is kind of my first time of giving a testimony. I feel I might've done bits and pieces through the lifetime or yeah. sharing with someone, but, um, no, uh, so let's see. Um, I grew up on a dairy farm, so we went, uh, we worked hard. That was the focus. We milked cows. So, Chores came first, but, you know, I, I feel like I grew up in a Christian home, but then sometimes I look back and think, okay, I knew it was Christian. I knew mom and dad was good. I know we, I knew we had to be in church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So to me, you know, I guess I was a Christian because we went to church every Sunday. Um, we were no card playing, no alcohol, no guns, you know, it was Mm. so strict when it came to that part. Mm -hmm. So to me, my first impressions of being Christian, quote, um, was legalistic. Legalism. Yes. Yes. I knew mom and dad loved me, but it was almost like it was, um, I knew they loved, there was five of us kids, but it was almost, um, like it was, the farm first, and then the kids. Mm. Not out of intentions of doing that to us, but that's just how it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you just... Because my dad worked at a factory, <clears throat> and then he decided after 10 years he wanted to have a farm. And so he started that dirt on up, you know. So it yeah. was pretty rough, raising kids and Building one that. income. And, yeah. So, um, but the things now I think back on, it's like... Um, so, yeah, we went to church every Sunday. I took my Bible to church every Sunday. Um, but when I came home, I never read my Bible. Mm-hmm. We prayed, but the only time we prayed at home that I remember is at our meal. Mm-hmm. You know, God is good. God yeah, is great. great. Let him think it's for this food. food. And and for yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know? Every time. Same so, one. <laughs> I did that in preschool. Yeah. <laughs> for snack. <laughs> and I almost, I, I think now, it's kind of funny. I'm 61 and you think back. So what what really happened in my, you know, growing up like that and stuff? Yeah. And I, I think back that um, it was, that's all I knew. Like, 
I think my parents felt like, well, I was in church, so I'm good. I'm learning everything I need in church. Mm -hmm. Well, did I listen every Sunday? Did I have fun listening to the Bible stories? Yes, I did. But nothing was continued and instilled in me when I got home. Okay. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More of a checklist. We did church. Yeah. And they they wanted those values instilled in you, but there wasn't much seen at home. Yes. I know my father wasn't. This is where I'll cry. (laughs) I said I wasn't going to. It's okay. We cry all the time. We cry all the time. (laughs) The relationship there was not not hating, but there was no love shown. Mm -hmm. Like me and Steve did with our kids. Like we would hug them. We'd love them. I don't like you right now, but I love you. I will always love you type thing. Never had that from them. Mm. So when it comes to that, that makes it kind of hard to kind of like analyze. So I know they love me, but they really didn't share a lot about Jesus with me. But, you know, that's just what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. There's no affection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So with all that being said and stuff, I just, I think of my, and I was never one to be a reader. So I still struggle to this day. You know that. Powers in the Attic. Oh, shush. <laughs> the only book she's ever read. And if anybody's... Kn- Actually, a lot of people do know that book. But I'll just leave that there. The only book she's read for fun is Flowers in the Attic. What? I don't even know this book. It's, but it's a messed up book. Yeah. It's like One, a Lifetime why movie. Would I, re- I have no idea It was why like a that. Lifetime... Made into a Lifetime movie, if it oh, tells so, you anything. See, this is back when I was young, though, too. That was a movie? Okay. I think so. I, got, I think it got made hey, into those a are, Lifetime those movie. Hey, those are compelling. <laughs> well... Anyway, so that's where I, I struggled a lot. I re- do remember that. Even um, younger years in elementary and stuff, I didn't like to sit still and read. I mean, yeah. it was never um, pushed or promoted. Even like I think of what we went through with our kids and homework. It's mm-hmm. like we never did anything like that, yeah. you know. But the world's different, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to keep that in perspective, too. But anyway, so I was not one to be a reader. So therefore, whether it was a book or my Bible, I really wasn't reading at home or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, did I take in when I went to church and Sunday school and stuff? Yeah, I did. But to that effect of, okay, just going along with life and stuff. But um, over time then, with uh, being on the farm and stuff, I was excited when I got old enough to go to church camp because that meant I got to leave the farm for a week because we did no family vacations or anything. Oh, wow. Um, you so, barely went to town. Huh? Didn't you? We went to town one day a week. That was on Saturdays, I believe. Mm. Saturday morning. No. Well, it all depended. Like not Menden. And so you kids were... Not Menden. When we went to Salina, that was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and so you we, kids were working on the farm. Yeah, we hardcore. worked on the, Now, my brothers got the blunt end of that. Yeah. Us girls. <clears throat> now, I, was, I only have a sister, and I, I had three brothers, but uh, my sister was always in the house. I always wanted to be outside. Mm-hmm. She took FHA, Future Homemakers of America. I oh, took wow. FFA. Okay. You know. There was an Excuse FHA? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's in, called something else it's, now. It's another term now. But oh, my goodness. Back then, it was FHA for Future Homemakers wow. of America. And we had actual classes and everything in high school. You could do that. You learned to sew, cook, and all that stuff. Yeah, it was wow. called, oh, what was that called? But FCCLA? When you guys got in school, it was different. Is it FCCLA? There was not. There was not even FFA. (laughs) So when I moved here, they're like FFA. I'm like, what? (laughs) Future Farmers of America. Like, duh. (laughs) Well, you know what? (laughs) We don't all know. This is like a sport around here. (laughs) Jesse has his jacket still. Yeah, yeah. I I have mine too. Yeah, and Bruce does too. (laughs) Steve has his. So you know. So I'm just. I don't know. Now I do. But um, so the times I went to church camp, you know, I went with my best friend and. We'd load up and go, and we had a great time. But my memories, I even remember chapel time, just the time where we were supposed to have quiet time and stuff. Um, I got nervous about it because I wasn't a reader, and a lot of the kids sat there and read, and, Mm. oh, this scripture, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do they know that? You Mm. know, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, boy, I must be really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Or, and... To fess up, I would cheat off somebody's paper if there's something we were supposed to, you know, the director was asking us to do. Because I thought, I can't have a blank paper. Just things like that. So, you know, yes, I was raised 
in a, I, and I'm not saying, my parents are Christian. They were Christians. They, yeah. You know, dad's gone now, but mother's still here. But um, it was just a different way of expressing it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back then compared to nowadays, which we all know. What type of church, do you mind me asking, was it? The Menden First Church of God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and by golly, I, just... I told people that's yeah. where I went. I mean, but I felt like, oh, I go to church. I'm a Christian. Yeah. But that word Christian wasn't really tossed around a lot. Yeah. It was just you were a churchgoer, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not saying we had bad pastors or anything like that, but um, over time, over through the years, but me being young and... Yeah, I think a good way, like, this just kind of hit me, like, you had good examples at, here at church and when your parents would take you to church and the pastors, they didn't do anything wrong, but God and correct me if I'm wrong, God, the Holy Spirit just really wasn't in the equation yet. Right. Yeah. Right. So you were seeing good things. Right. But for you, it wasn't yours yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And it, even though I was kind of claiming it a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I you want, like you were and, learning it. Yes. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> so yeah, because even like my fifth and sixth grade years, my Sunday school teacher was my dad. Mm. You know, and I remember being in that class and stuff. And actually, that's when I was baptized the first time mm. because everybody else was doing it. And that was my dad's class. And, you know, and I, I don't even recall for sure how it all was approached and everything. But I was baptized because everybody else was. You know, mm. I can't remember or recall that it was a true choice, dedication that, mm. God, I'm giving my life to you. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I'm going to, you know, publicly acknowledge this. But so, um, so with all that, um, and then as time went on, so of course that was late elementary into junior high. So you go through the things of town kids, what we had back then, town kids, country kids. Which is Mm -hmm. hilarious when you know what the town (laughs) is. It's not city kids, it's village kids. (laughs) I mean, my graduating class was 36. Oh my goodness. So, it was very, very small. But there was always that little clique and stuff. And not that I, I mean, of course, junior high age, that's when you start thinking, okay, you know. And and, um, so time went on. So I thought, I would go out for junior high cheerleader. Yeah. So I did. I didn't make it my seventh grade year. I thought, well, I'm going to try again my eighth grade year. I didn't make it my <laughs> eighth grade year. And so by my ninth grade, I thought, I'm still doing it. And I actually made it my ninth grade year. Nice. And I was a cheerleader all through high school for all four years. So yeah. that was kind of my big, um, uh, like, Oh, I'm a freshman, and I made cheerleader, yeah. and the boys started looking at me. <laughs> uh, I feel yeah. like I missed my college cheerleader. <laughs> I was in the band and choirs, so there wasn't time. I'm like, I would have been great. Wait, I was going to say, well, you did, like, well, Okay, now listen to this. Actually. I was in band because we were so small. Yeah. We cheered. We were in pep band, so we jumped up on the old stage, grabbed the trombone, and played the pep band songs, too. Yeah. So you did everything. I was in basketball, softball, volleyball, cheerleading, band, FFA. Yeah. But it took all of us to have enough for a team for each event and everything. And we were in band, I mean, and then so they needed us for pep band. You know, we had marching band and stuff. So you go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty, I mean... I can't imagine kids doing it today. I don't Mike know. Mike had a cheerleader but... last year who would come up and play and go back and cheer. See? And okay. And, yep. So yeah. it's still happening. I So. <laughs> Not at Wadsworth. <laughs> I think it was more competitive. Schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. smaller schools, will still, you'll see that more yeah. still. So, and it Maybe was, not as intense. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good. Um, so I wasn't allowed to date till I was 16. That's where unless, that rule came from. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. Yeah. I was just thinking that last night. I think that's going to be our rule. <laughs> no, but mom said, and dad, mom was always our cover. She would always cover for us a little bit. Hmm. Um, so we could lead a little bit of life off the farm. Yeah. So that was good. She was our little in-between. But uh, she always said that if we got invited or asked to like a homecoming dance, which we didn't have football, mm-hmm. but we had always had a homecoming for basketball. Yeah. So there'd be a dance after the game. So if we got invited to that ever or prom, because the school being so small, freshman through senior could go to the prom. Like okay. if a junior senior invited, invited them. a freshman or sophomore, yeah, mm-hmm. you could still go. Yeah. So um, 
my freshman year, I turned 16 between my sophomore and junior year. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't allowed to date until then. So my freshman year, I did get asked to the homecoming dance. Jeff was his name. <laughs> <laughs> he was sweet. Yeah, nothing crazy. So yeah, 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 whatever. So nothing became of that. Sophomore year, oh, well, I kind of think that's when I noticed Steve, which oh, now Stevie. is my husband. So so I think I was had a crush on him then, and then... He didn't want any, he didn't notice me or anything, whatever. So my sophomore year, I'm like, oh, forget him then. You know, I wasn't even 16 yet, so yeah. I really wasn't allowed to date anyway. So my sophomore year, by the spring of that, one of his friends, Dennis, invited me to prom that spring. So I went to prom as a sophomore, had a good time and everything. Um, and because I kind of just, and then there were some other setups by my campus life director. Really? Believe that. Wow. <laughs> That was a one-time date on my 16th birthday. Wow. <laughs> um, but anyway, so those things happened between sophomore and junior year. So um, so it was kind of funny then, the start of our junior year, uh, he, I guess he says I initiated it because I was in 4-H too. And so we always had 4-H ride every fall and okay. stuff. So we kind of started not really talking, but kind of like, eyeing each other, like, look at each other in class and stuff at the beginning of the year and stuff. You know what she's referencing. <laughs> hey, look at you. Oh, I do remember you oh. from, yeah, where are you from? You're looking good. Yeah, so That's it's kind of like I had the nerve to ask him on the hayride. Wow. And he said yes. So that's when it all started. And then I remember a few weeks later, we always, our FFA always went to Columbus for farm science review. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, of course, we sat Actually, we sat across from each other on the bus holding hands. Oh, the bus? Why do I remember that? I think we kind of did this. We were like turned into oh, the aisle so and just like talking and holding hands. Oh, my goodness. Is. No, but it's funny because I remember there, you know, there was a boy I liked on, in marching band back in the day. And I, if I was not sitting by him on the bus or close to him, I was like, he was nothing really now but just, I, can, I can remember that feeling yeah yeah so you know life was happening for you know 16 and and I I'd say this and he was he was the stud of the class yeah but you know we only had like 14 boys <laughs> <laughs> and the other good-looking one was my cousin oh, so <laughs> That wasn't going to work, so no. But um, so that kind of, you know, that young love blossomed and all this stuff. So over time, too, um, and I don't know then, it could have been being kind of convicted and stuff that I was going to church, but I was dating this guy that never went to church. It's Mm -hmm. like, so that conversation kind of came up, and I think in my father's eyes, um, he knew the family and they didn't go to church. Yeah. And there was other things in the background for extended family that my father didn't agree with. So, you know, so now I'm dating the bad boy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so. And it's funny when you know him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no yeah. Way. <laughs> so, but that was my father's version. Yeah. You know, I, I liked his family and stuff. I mean, mm. his dad had a little temper. Back in the day, that's just another whole ball game, but um, so anyway, so then at, that led to I I think I apparently asked him to come to church with me because then he started coming to church with me. Oh, because then I don't even know how when that actually it was our junior year. I'm pretty sure he started coming with me, and uh, so we always went to my grandma Shellabarger's, who was right there in town, the little town of Menden, in our church where our church was, and. That was just our tradition. We stopped at Grandma and Grandpa Shellabarker's before we went on home, you know, yeah. all the way three miles away, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we were in town, so we were going to visit. Yeah. Well, my Grandma Shellabarger made the best homemade pies, and she baked every Friday, Saturday, just so she knew she had pies because the family came home. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> You're all right. Yeah, keep, keep going. Talking. That the family came, stopped in on Sundays and stuff, so... Once Steve realized how good my grandma's pies were, <laughs> and he loves peach pie. Oh, so does Jesse. That's his favorite. <laughs> yeah. And she really made a good peach pie. He kept coming to church every Sunday. <laughs> nice. So, you know, 
God works in mysterious ways. (laughs) He put that love of peach pie there for a reason. And my grandma was a very devout Christian. So I'm sure there were times, and like I said, I can't recall every conversation or anything like that. But she always showed him love and the welcome. And I'm sure she probably said a few things about Jesus along the way. So just one thing led to another with that. So um, after doing that and everything, we we actually kept dating junior, senior, out of school. um, I'm trying to think here, my years-wise, because we were still dating. It was probably 80, we graduated in 1979, so probably 80, 81 I think um, I was just, Steve was not your angel. He was doing things that he shouldn't be doing, and I don't know if he cares if I say it. He doesn't care. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was a drinker. I'm sure he was smoked his weed once in a while and things like that. And just more and more, he would hang with the guys, like, on a Friday night. He was on second shift in the factory. So he would always head up to his buddy's apartment on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't wait up or hang around. We wouldn't do anything because he was getting off at 11 o'clock at night. And he'd go do that. And so more and more, he was really enjoying that a lot more. And I'm like, hmm. You know, I'm thinking, oh, it's okay, though. It's, you know, it's cool. You know, Mm -hmm. I never really drank or anything. I'm sure I know I tasted the beer, but I didn't like it because I just was never around alcohol and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. So that, with all that, I kind of like, again, now that I sit here and think about it, I'm sure it was God moving and working in both of us. Yeah. (laughs) Not even realizing it then. So um, time went on a little bit longer, you know, and everybody's like, well, aren't you guys going to get married? Because, you know, we're on our third, fourth year after high school. We, neither one of us went to college. We just went out and went to the working world and stuff. And, uh, you know, you get razzed, well, are you guys going to get married? Are you going to pop the question, you know, Mm -hmm. to Steve and all that stuff? Um, But it was kind of cool because my sister, she's like, you know, Diane, you need to be dating a Christian man. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I think deep down I knew that. Yeah. I knew that as the older I was getting and things. And so um, I really feel like I did. I started feeling convicted about and everything and knew I was down the road there. I was doing some things I probably shouldn't have been doing either. And I knew in my heart it wasn't right, but I thought, oh, it's okay. I'll just do it. But, um, because I was afraid to lose him, Mm, you know, so I'll just leave it at that. And, uh, so that was stirring around and I, I don't remember the time frame here. I, I think it, Steve has a good friend, Gary, Gary Counterman. Mm-hmm. You guys know him. Well, you know him. <laughs> but, and I, I can't put the time frame together on this, but at the time when I was probably getting convicted that I was with him, well, that he wasn't a Christian, that, yeah, we go to church, but, and I was reevaluating my own life. Mm. So God was working with me too, like, okay, so you go to church but you're still doing these few things, you know, that type of thing. So I think he was working with both of us at the same time. But um, the time frame I'm not recalling for sure. I think I broke up with Steve and then Gary, the good friend, who they worked together on second shift at Huffy at the time. They rode together to work at night. And Gary was the one that kept witnessing Mm. to Steve. Nice. And one thing led to another. And... uh, it, I had to have broken up, and then Gary and Gary had always been working on him because yeah, and he was he had became a Christian and stuff, and was very sincere about it and stuff, and so um, I think it was when I broke up then, and then that really kind of hit Steve. Yeah, I mean, it shook him. I think mm-hmm. he did like me. <laughs> of course, he did. <laughs> but the funny thing is, we talk about that now, and he says. Well, you still called me every day. I said I did not. You called me. You know. <laughs> of course, we had no. Oh, sorry, I spit. Oh, we I had did. no cell phones. It was you know the landlines that were sitting <laughs> yeah. on talking, but um, so all of that combined, it might sound kind of mumble jumbled. But um, you guys did walk to the bridge. Oh, blizzard of seventy eight. Oh, we finally got a clear path on Palmer Road. Like I kid you not, barely a car could fit down it. But we walked and met at the bridge. Oh, yeah. So he's like, 
Because we only live two miles for both of them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, where I grew up and where he grew up was maybe, what, three mile? Two and a half mile. Maybe one, two, probably three mile. I think it's three mile because it's five mile from homestead to our house where we're at now. Mm -hmm. But anyway. If I interject. Yes, um, It's funny you say that because... I broke up with Jesse in college. Mm-hmm. And same thing, though. I mean, he paid for my cell phone. And so <laughs> I was on his plan. That was the, my parents didn't even buy my first cell phone. Jesse did. Because he wanted to be able he to call to talk me. To you. Yeah. And I was still like, um, we were broke up, but we would text. And then, like, my friends, we met. I, I, they said, come to Max and Irma's. And, of course, who was there? <laughs> Jesse was there. And we sat by each other. And yeah. it actually plays more into our testimony, too. But it, he was like... I was yeah. like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> There's no fighting this. Yeah. <laughs> so did we break up? Yeah, that's kind of yes. how ours was, too. We, um, we yeah. 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 So I'm not alone in that story, though. Yeah, Seth and I never broke up. Yeah. But you know what? He, and I suspect the same with you, he needed me to break up with him. Yeah. Yeah. I had thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that had to happen yeah. in order for everything else to happen. Uh-huh. Even though we might have talked every day, like he says. We yeah, did. and we I'm did sure too. We did. <laughs> <laughs> but you were on the, you you know, you were in the free world still. Yeah. Even though you talked to him Yeah, the, right. he, I could be snatched up any moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My Prince Charming is coming. <laughs> so you better move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed it. So at that time frame... Um, God was working with me too then because it actually was after, again, I apologize because I can't remember the, which came first, the chicken or the egg type thing. Yeah, that's all right. But um, God was working in me. And then I also, um, it was one Sunday. And I don't think Steve happened to be at church that morning. It was a Sunday morning service. And something really is like, okay, this is God talking to me. I better make a commitment. If, mm. if I'm telling my boyfriend, I'm breaking up with you because you're not a Christian. <laughs> what kind of Christian am I? Yeah. You know, I knew the right, again, I knew the right and wrong, but was I leading, I wasn't leading the full committed life. You knew the right, and but your heart wasn't completely following it yet. Correct. You knew the mind and the heart, they needed to come together. Yes. Mm-hmm. You were yep. suppressing it. That's a good way to put it. It just hit me, so let's just give the Holy Spirit Because <laughs> I didn't know how to say yeah, that. Yeah, the mind and the heart had not come together yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went to the altar in our little church, and there's probably, what, maybe only 30 people there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but my pastor came down. I knelt at the altar, and he came down and prayed with me. Mm. I mean, and everything, and it was pretty cool. And that that was my commitment. I don't want to say if it was a recommitment, because... I truly can't say that I ever committed before that. Yeah, I was baptized, but mm-hmm. I really don't feel that I ever received him in, even though I was going through the motions with everything. Yeah. In church, learning, mm-hmm. thinking I'm learning, but. Yeah. So, um, so when that all happened, um, actually, when we. And I shared with Steve then and stuff. So we were pretty on fire. I mean, we were very excited and thankful. And um, then Gary, his friend, and he was my friend too. He was my classmate also. We were 4-H together and everything. Again, small community. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he actually was in a Bible study at that time. And um, it was couples or singles or whoever. And we started going to that together as just a couple, like not married couple, and boy, God had that on fire too. And we had really uh, Marky and oh, I thought I could remember his name. It's been so many years ago, but um, it it was just a really God had it all in timing that we were able to go to that mm. and just to grow further in with our relationship as as Christians and as a couple. Like, okay, where's this leading us? We've so, been together since sixteen years old. Now yeah. we're in our twenties. So when you came to Christ, Steve followed shortly after? Yes. Okay. I just yeah. make sure I'm following that. Yeah. Praise but God. But his mm-hmm. friend Gary was working on Was working on, on yes. him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How long so. were you guys broken up? Mine <laughs> <laughs> was like two weeks. I know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I I like, I'm the same. I'm the same. But it felt traumatic. It did. <laughs> it was. It, 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 I, I follow that. Oh, Yeah. 
I, it, yeah. So I, within a month, you were back together? Yeah, probably. That's okay. <laughs> it, was probably, it was a very short time. It was a very definite <laughs> change in our relationship, too. I really do understand that. I was yeah. kind of like, I was standing my ground like, yeah, nope. <laughs> and thank goodness, God prompted my sister to speak up to because yes. she was gone. She left at 18 to college mm-hmm. and basically never came back. You know, that was her life. But when she did come home and stuff, you know, and she was recognizing probably things. And yeah, so, but, um, yeah, um, so we did that. Uh, and again, that kind of goes back to where I was, um, so what's ironic about this, Steve is like an avid reader. Yeah. He has always been like, and the history and all this stuff. Uh He, that's just the type of person he was, is, and, uh, I was total. Huh? He, likes to, he learn. likes to learn, and I was total opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, go. You know, okay, get that, get that math paper done. Okay, go. I'm going back outside. You know, I'm sorry, I'm that kid. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so again, I just feel like, and that's a very minute thing, but I'm so thankful for that because as we ended up getting married and everything, and our kids, he instilled that in them. Yeah, I know. Kylie and Erica really enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. Derek, not so much in his younger years, but he he enjoys reading more now when yeah. he gets time. He'll find a book that he... He doesn't read as often as Eric and I, but right. if he sees a book typically about war heroes or something like Unbroken or... Yeah. What was that? Unbroken. Know. It was Unbroken, but there was another one in... Um, oh, Lone Survivor. Oh, yeah, that's a good book. Yeah, See. that one. Like, stuff like that, yeah. he'll read. Yeah. And, and he reads his Bible. And he reads his Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the one we were worried about. <laughs> well, you know, you just kind of... Aren't all parents? <laughs> Please read the Bible. <laughs> and thank goodness he retains it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm still not a good retainer. And I guess that's why I feel like I'm not a good witness. But I got to the point, and God's helped me with this, like, you know what? I don't quote scripture. There's a few I do with my kids on Wednesday night. Yeah, you know, but it's showing it's okay. the love of Christ yeah. more than the not. And like, that's where I was. Yeah, did you have something to say? I actually was, was gonna. Just say, I I was gonna yeah. interject. It what's so okay? Maybe you're not a reader. Maybe you can't quote scripture. I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that way. It's common. <laughs> but what you and Steve, you always loved me. <laughs> you did seriously yeah. and and when i hear you talk about your grandma mm-hmm. and how she loved steve you know you were one of when there was a very tumultuous time in my life you were one of the handful of people that were like but no but how, how are, are you, you? Mm-hmm. and i was like <laughs> thank I <don't> you know. <laughs> yeah and yeah. you that you guys that if i if i had to sum you up you guys love so well and oh. I mean, without love, we are clanging gongs. So I was just thinking about scripture. <laughs> I mean, it's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who cares? Okay, well, you can't yeah. quote scripture. Love. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, yeah. That comes right after. Um, you know, that's in First Corinthians thirteen, and that comes right after First um, Corinthians twelve, where it talks about the spiritual gifts. And if you, you know, you've been given all these gifts, but if you do not have love while Mm -hmm. using them, then it's worthless. Yeah. And you've, I mean, not just me. I know it's been the same for Beth and Jimmy and all these things. You guys have always just kind of been in the background, encouraging us all on and loving on us. Mm -hmm. And it's a blessing. Well, (laughs) Beth and Jimmy brought his parents to your house. Oh, I know. To to, (laughs) To meet meet you guys. We fell on This is our church parents. I mean, it's just like, this is our church parents. Yeah, Yeah. they did. It was sweet. And I thank you for those words because you just, but that's God. That's all God. Yeah. You know, and that makes me feel better because I I always struggle (laughs) with the scripture and the Bible. But Steve's always like, well, this would be just our little squabble. Well, you can learn it if you want to. You can retain it if you want to. But he, it comes so natural for him. He mm-hmm. never understands. I mean, I try. I try. Mm-hmm. And not that I don't read because I read it. But he just, he doesn't understand that part. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I struggled with that for a long time. But, you know, the older I get, it's like, okay, God, you've got this. I'm not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. He can say all he wants that. Meaning, Steve, that yeah. you should be able to do this. Well, no, I can't. Dad just has that gift of words of knowledge, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he so does have a gift. Yeah. That's a perfect example of, but, you know, you 
are your gift is definitely like hospitality. So mm, that yes. serves others too, but like serving others and just doing like a lot of the mercy service. Yeah. Yes. Type things. And you know where I got that from probably watching my mother. Yeah. 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 Cause that's wow. how she was. Keep going. It'll come back to no, me. Well, it's okay. Um, shoot. It was a good point. <laughs> I hate that. Well, I, do. I did jot down. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. So my kids' pet peeve with me was strangers. No, I remember. Strangers. So that, well, I can be in a store or standing oh, in line, oh, yeah. and I'll just start. Now it got worse over the years when the it grandkids has. come along. And, but, but I just have always, even before you got, I enjoy talking to people. Or I always think that too. You know, they need. I always ask when I go up to the checkout. Well, there's a lot of self checkout. How's your days. day going? Yeah, so I ask myself, "How's your day going?" Now? <laughs> Look in the mirror. I'm gonna check my hair. But when the there is that I mean. yeah person there, I'll say that, and they just look at you like, "Well, thanks for it." You know, sometimes yes. they'll say, "Thanks for asking," or, "Well, I'm I'm doing okay today." And I and then when you kind of they hesitate or struggle, I said, "Now, are you sure?" And then they'll say a little bit something. But that was just always my way of like. Again, I feel like I just want to spread Jesus's love. If, and I don't even have to miss, miss, mention Jesus's name, mm-hmm. you know, and just say, how you doing? And just start gabbing. Well, down the road then when these guys, they always... We all walk away from the counter when she gets up there. <laughs> and yeah, we won't even go down that one now. My oldest, Erica, she lived in Arkansas for three years. And then she moved to Medina. And then she lived there I for I can't believe years. she lived in Medina. I don't think I was that bad. Um, Erica, please text mom as soon as you hear this and tell her how bad it is. No, I think think it's great because I think in their everyday life, we can just take other souls for granted, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. We each have a soul. We don't see them as a person. We don't see them as a person. You're you're just checking my food out. And you're just doing this and you're doing that. And if if those are, I would say those are the spiritual giftings Mm -hmm. you have. And what's... Help me, Kylie, when we're quoting scripture. Speaking of not being able to quote scripture. Um, <laughs> like when, when, God, when Paul says, one is not greater than the other, I want you to desire the spiritual things, mm-hmm. but one the, the like, one is not better than the other. Yes. They, they all have their place purpose. and their point and their purpose. They're all used to build one another up, which is used to push the kingdom of God farther. Yes. And it's important. Mm-hmm. It's like there is a reason that, you know, your spiritual gifts are this and my spiritual gifts are this and yours are spiritual gifts are that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they are all needed to build up the kingdom. Yes. And, and I think God's taught me that or the struggles I had. And then I kept confessing like, no. And I think that, again, is a Satan yes. little stronghold. Oh, yeah. oh, I can tug it here because you don't know that scripture. Yeah. And, but, and he <laughs> wants to paralyze you where you're gifted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that's what he would do. Yeah. He would make you feel like, oh, well, I'm inadequate. Yeah. Yeah. I read that crush. This is actually a good spot to interject this. Um, that crushing, your calling will crush you. Yeah. That was really good. And actually, I was thinking on it. And I wish we actually I wish I had it right here. Um, but basically saying like, you know, if your gift, your calling is this, your gift is this or whatever. Um, a lot of times that's where Satan will attack. Yes. So it's like, if you have the gift of prophecy or did it say teaching or something Mm -hmm. like that, um, basically keep your tongue in check Mm -hmm. because that's what will get you in trouble or, um, Oh, do you want me to read it? Yeah, go. You can read even just a couple of this is something I posted. It's what Kylie's referencing. Um, it says, Your calling is going to crush you. So, God's calling on your life. If you are called to men to the brokenhearted, you are going to wrestle with a broken heart. Mm -hmm. If you are called to heal God's little ones, you are going to experience your own share of trauma. If you are called to prophesy, you're going to struggle with self control of the tongue. If you are called to lay hands, you're going to deal with spiritually rooted disease. If you're called to preach and teach the gospel, you will be sifted for the wisdom that anoints your message. If you are called to empower, your self-esteem will be attacked, your successes hard-fought. Your calling will come with spiritual warfare and a sifting. Both are necessary for your mantle to be authentic, humble, and powerful. Your crushing won't be easy because your assignment is not easy, and you can't minister powerfully what you haven't walked out. Read that sentence again. Well, you can't read it again. <laughs> so that it's, and then it goes on to reference some scriptures um, that we must be crushed 
and our 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 oil is not cheap but I don't I'll stop there yeah I really enjoyed that yeah it's and it's until you walk something like that you kind of are just naive does that Mm -hmm. make sense Mm -hmm. like um you can say like all the right things but until you have experience with it like do you really understand it right I'm hope I'm making sense there yeah Yeah. but Yeah. yeah I mean over time then even and I don't know if this has anything to do with it now but um raising kids I remember it was in this church in the bathroom and I was so worn out going to work every day and uh well that was Pastor Rice. You were in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I was working full time. It's like, mm. and I was beside myself and tired. I didn't know how to pray. And that's when God gave me the gift of um, you speak in the tongues. prayer language. Prayer oh. language. Wow. Tongues and that same. Yeah, I think tongues might be a little different compared to mine, but maybe not. I have no idea. Yeah. But God gave me that gift, and it's those moments when I still do that. Yeah, to this day, and and it's usually, I guess I've always claimed that as when I am down and I am like, oh, I can't do this anymore, because I do it at work in the bathroom. Yeah, (laughs) when that gets crazy. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we know God is just awesome, (laughs) but you got to be open to the listening to everything, and just like me growing up, it's like, oh, I'm going to church. I'm a Christian. Well. No, not really. Yeah, <laughs> I love hearing. I I love hearing the beginnings of your. You know, your and it's kind of your and Steve's testimony there at the beginning. It's yours, and then it, how yeah. how you guys become this couple that has been such a blessing to so many people. So I really like hearing this story. <laughs> well, I was thinking today. I thought, you know, if me and Steve could do it together, we need to come on probably sometime and just from this point, and you need to get his. Did you do his testimony? I did, but I wanted to redo it because yeah. he did He did a little bit of his testimony, but he talked. We did it. It wasn't like a true te- I remember when you did Like it, giving but... of the testimony. Like we talked about a topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he inserted some of his yeah. testimony. Okay. That we could yeah. incorporate. And maybe. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got a neat side too from things, and I'm not going to say and isn't that what, what I was thinking about. Marriage is for, you know, is we, we are it's one it reflects christ's love for his bride the mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. but then when we come together and god's at the center of our marriages we mm-hmm. get to come he comes alongside us and we mm-hmm. are blessings and mm-hmm. it, it's a powerful yeah well it's a tool. sanctification yes. process yes they're holy vows it's a sanctification process mm-hmm. and it teaches you so much and mm-hmm. really it our life. pastor that's kind of when you say that our pastor that married us he would not even allow our photographer to take pictures during our actual ceremony. Really? When we were doing the vows and mm-hmm. everything. Because it's, it's a thing. sacred ceremony. Mm. He left them. Like when we walked, well, I walked in and everything. But after that, because I remember a photographer even went into the church nursery. Mm-hmm. And it was like glassed in so you could see in the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he went, and because they had the curtains closed usually so people could see in. And he was trying to take it from there, and somebody, it couldn't have been Pastor Chambers, so, but somebody chased him out. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I actually like that, because I think people forget how holy these vows are. We make yeah. before God, mm-hmm. first to God, and then to the mm-hmm. spouse. It reminds me of The Crown. Have you guys watched The Crown? Yes. Where, yes. They, where they, there was the first televised um, wedding. Not the wedding. Um, um, Mar- coronation. Changing, yes. The coronation. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they would not allow the cameras to be on there. when she yep. took her vows oh, wow. of the crown. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you're like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Anyways, go watch it. Yeah. So, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but that's about all I have. I hope that's okay. I think it's great. Hey, you did great. I think it's, a, I think it's a powerful testimony. Yeah. Uh, making your faith yours, really understanding it. Mm-hmm. Marriage. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. See, you're freaking yourself out about nothing. No. And now dad can know. <laughs> well, when you send him the text and say, here yeah, it is. I'll get it up. I want his reaction. I want to yeah, know. I'll do it while we're You watch here. him. Watch him for us so we know his reaction. Oh. I was just going to text him as soon as it's done. And oh, do well, it then you won't be able to oh, watch gosh. him. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I enjoyed it. Thank you for oh, having no. me. Of and course. Yeah, I hope that all made sense. Oh, it does. I yeah. Kind of. I'm just great. <laughs> I really love the testimony route yeah. we've taken. It's great. Me too. Me too. Right. Yeah, if anybody else out there is feeling a prompting from the Holy Spirit, just come on let now. Us know. <laughs> come on down. 
We'd love to have you. <laughs> but anyways, this will be our second to last episode for this season. Mm-hmm. And next week, come back for the Christmas Thanksgiving special. Yes. <laughs> I'll make cookies. Yay. Woohoo. Yeah. But um, or I'll buy them. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking of my week now. Oh, I might hey, buying cookies it's just as good. <laughs> but um until next time, we love you guys and God bless you. We'll see ya. Bye. In remote Uganda, 911 doesn't exist. When someone needs emergency medical attention in the U.S., help is just one phone call away. But in remote regions in Uganda, there's no such thing as 911. When children in these villages become critically ill because of malnourishment or infections like malaria, HIV, and tuberculosis, their parents feel desperate, paralyzed by their lack of medical resources. This is where Love One steps in to help. At Love One, we want parents to know that treatment is available no matter how sick their child and how hopeless the situation may seem. I have had the honor to serve on the Love One International team of ambassadors for my second year in a row. Part of my duties are fundraising and raising awareness for this beautiful and God-glorifying organization. If you want to change a child's life, click on the link in our bio and donate to Love One International. Or you could go to the Love One merch store and use the coupon code KYLIE in all caps to not only be able to donate to this organization, but also to receive a 10% discount towards your order. That is KYLIE, all caps, at the Love One International merch store. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 6-8. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all all the glory for this platform. And we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless to y'all.